0: Hello everyone. My name is Leon and excuse my congestion because New York weather can't figure out what it wants to do. But thank you for tuning in to season 2, episode 2 of More to It, a podcast about perspective. If you guys remember last episode, I was saying how there's a lot going on everywhere. Well, that's a little bit of what I wanted to talk about with a friend who happens to be visiting New York for the weekend. She works for a nonprofit organization with offices across Illinois and Iowa, and they offer support services for survivors of domestic violence, forced care children. They also offer internship and education, opportunities for at-risk youth from ages 17 to 24, and a lot of other things. Uh, without any further delay, I want to introduce you all, and thank you for your time, but this is Rochelle
1: hello hello <laughs> thank
0: you <laughs> thank you thank you so much for uh reaching out and really wanting to be on the show i yeah. was when you um you messaged me about it it was it thursday mm-hmm. i think it was listen mm-hmm. listen i was at work kind of like dragging my feet and i'm just like oh man like i just want to go home and then you hit me up and i was like I went on break and then I came back and everyone's like, are you okay? You're in such a good mood. And I'm like, Oh no, I'm fine. Yeah. You know, just, uh, <laughs> you know, it's almost Friday, you know, like just completely lying about it. But I was like, I'm so excited to, fu- I'm going to do another episode. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited, but thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Thank yeah, you.
1: Yeah, No, I, I'm so hyped to be here. And I, I remember, you know, I hit up Tommy and was like, I want to get on the podcast. Like you said, cause he told me months ago and I, never forgot it. Wow. And then I texted him. I appreciate him. that. Yeah, of course. And I texted him and I was like, It's cool if he isn't super interested, like if he's just like doing a favor for a friend or something, you know, whatever. Like you
0: know, but no. Tommy not was at like, all. No,
1: he's he's super excited. Yeah. Yeah. So it's matching my energy because I'm super excited to be here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. But I mean, sorry. Yes, Rochelle. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. So with all the the things that you're involved in, I can imagine that there's a lot for the community around you what was the moment that made you look at everything like hey i want to be involved in changing this like i'm going to be a part of this so what 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 was it yeah
1: well let me be totally real here um i needed a job (laughs) as we all do so like, I definitely needed some work, but you know, I would say it wasn't necessarily like that light bulb aha moment. Mm-hmm. It was like a reflection on a bunch of other little moments. And, I, you know, I think just seeing them for what they were and realizing and mostly just thinking of myself as a, a little child mm-hmm. um, and some of the things that I could have used and, and thinking that. I would love to be the connection piece for another little child to have those services. And I think there's also a lot of hate around the community that I come from because it's small town Iowa and the whole rhetoric is when you're growing up and you're going to school is, you know, get up and get out. but. There, I just, there's a lack of appreciation for how great it really can be. And no matter what, it is my home. Um, and it's a relatively chill pace place to be. So why not like work in that community and invest in that community and try to build it up. So that all of that kind of brought me to where I am.
0: Okay. So how many years would you say you've been doing, involved in all this stuff, all this community work?
1: <clears throat> yeah. So it probably started with my first foray into nonprofit, which mm-hmm. was uh, the animal shelter. Okay. And that that was really random. I've always loved animals. Mm-hmm. Um, I've volunteered with animals, just have a big heart for them in general, and kind of fell into that position of being the director of this nonprofit animal shelter. Um, and there was a big learning curve, and not just the work, but how to be a leader and how to have staff and employees and and be empowering and uplifting to people. Um, I was really young, so it kind of crashed and burned (laughs) a little bit, but that is where I started was, was there. And that was really random. Um, And then just kind of got a knack for wanting to help people. But there is definitely something to be said about this work and, you know, it's correlation to compassion fatigue and how it can feel kind of thankless at times too. Mm -hmm. Um, So, it's good work, but it's hard work.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but it—you may not get a thank you at the end of every day, but at mm-hmm. least, at least you know that as often as possible, at least you have that thought in your mind. Like, hey, I helped a person, and that's okay. But not in like an egotistical way, like right? You know. But
1: it is yeah. there is gratification that comes from enjoying what you do, and mm-hmm. then knowing that what you do is making a difference for someone else even when it's really hard at the end of the day you know that's something you can think about and there are also a lot of tiny moments throughout my days that i just tiny little things that i realize that i'm doing and i realize the impact that we're having um and sometimes it makes me really emotional like sometimes i literally have sat at my desk and like almost come to tears um one moment i can think of is our organization does like an angel tree program Mm -hmm. so our clients uh, sign up to get gifts and we have donors that purchase them and buy them. Um, oh, wow. And I coordinate a lot of that. So I connect the donors with the clients and then I run it all and, and coordinate our staff, you know, for all of that. So there was a moment where a wish list came in and it was for a 16 month old baby. And the wish list said simply any toy that lights up and makes noise. And I don't know why that statement like hit me the way that it did, but it like sank to my gut and um it was just really obvious how a lot of the gifts were necessities yeah um that people don't have which of course we know but i guess when it's really in your face like that too um it swept me off my feet and i literally had to call my mom oh wow (laughs) and just you know thank you for being a great mom yeah yeah
0: okay that's that's good it's good that you thought about that one tiny moment and you thought about a bunch of other ones Mm -hmm. and the person that's been in pretty much most of the steps of all those other tiny steps um your mom you know yeah. like you always thought like you know what in the back of your mind or somewhere somewhere in the midst of all this going on it's like thank you mom mm-hmm. thank you thank you it's funny that we're saying thank you mom on mother's day yeah because <laughs> that's right. when, we're, yeah that's when we're uh recording this it's it's funny how that works how incredibly ironic but yeah does that make sense
1: yeah it does so i think like in that like moment you know, you see others who are less fortunate than you. And it Mm. of course reminds you of what you have. And then that then triggers you to say, I really need to remember to be grateful for Mm. all of these things that I have. Yeah. Um, but my mom, you know, growing up was a single mom and she definitely struggled a lot too. Uh, I don't think we ever really knew it and Mm. there wasn't, really a lack of things that she provided for us because she often went without to do so. So you don't know that. And then you grow up and you realize that. And I think just kind of seeing that reflected in another situation, um, it's hard not to see the experiences that other people go through and then compare them to your own Mm -hmm. and then make you reflect on what got you to that point. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, I am everything that I am because of my mom (laughs) so yeah Yeah, i
0: I mean it's it's like you you realized her nature and you kind of i don't want to say use that as an example but how do i uh incorporate some of what i learned into my adulthood and and so on you know yeah Yeah.
1: like like a practice of gratitude Mm -hmm. right if you remember it then you want to act on it as quick as possible so i think that was just like my motivation in the moment.
0: Yeah, and that's why I think I try to, well, with what I see that's going on around here in New York, um, I try to not necessarily ignore it because it's 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 there. It's just all there. Like, there's so much going on, like I said, at the same time. I I know I keep saying this, but there's just so much going on at the same time, you know, but mm-hmm. I try not to be judgmental. And I just kind of see it like, okay, they're probably going through something, you know? And a, lo- a lot of people really don't realize that. I talked to Tommy about that a lot. You know, some days are easier than others, but like some people will really kind of push that button. And it's just like, man, please, yeah. please don't do this. You're not the only person dealing with what you have going on, right. you know? Like that sort of thing. Um, but I, th- I think that's just kind of why I'm lo- like, I avoid the conflicts and things when I can. Because mm-hmm. I, think- I don't know. I, I, I try to keep that in mind.
1: Yeah. You know, that can even just be like a lesson in self care. Right. Yeah. Like it's not good to engage all the time. And being in New York, I see a lot of people who do turn like almost a blind eye to things, you know? Oh yeah. Um, but I understand it too. It's just a way to protect yourself.
0: Yeah, it, it is. It is. Yeah, for sure.
1: Cause that engagement can be really taxing. And especially on
0: your mental health. Yeah. I mentioned this before. It, there's nothing wrong with having someone to listen to you or mm-hmm. wanting to reach out to someone like, Hey, could you give me a few minutes? I got to get. I either need advice or I need to get something off my chest, one yeah. or the other. Right. But, you know, some people, as soon as you, say, so, hey, how's it going? They just, the yeah. floodgates, they yeah. d- it's like, whoa, yeah. whoa, hold on. That's why I think people are just kind of like, whoops, let me turn the other way. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. like you said, they turn a blind eye because i don't i don't know but i i don't know if it's new yorkers (laughs) that do this or if it's it's, if it's everywhere but i would hope it's not everywhere Jeez, but it's just that like well i got things going on too so who cares about them i mean if you want to look at it that way then that's one way to look at it but don't forget compassion at the same time you know you can assess but don't be judgmental about it. You just yeah. be a bit more compassionate, you know. It's like what Tommy um, and grateful, saying. And grateful. And grateful for what yeah, you have, right. you know. Right. But yeah, go
1: ahead. Uh, It's like what Tommy was saying earlier, you know, when he was um, in conversation with that woman and unsure how to, like, pull out of it, too. Um, I think that it should be, like, more of a consent-based thing mm-hmm. to share something heavy with someone, you know, instead of, like, you, you said dumping yeah. Um, asking if they have the space to hold for something like that and then respecting if they don't. Yeah. But of course you're not going to get that with strangers. Oh no, definitely in not. New York. Yeah, definitely
0: not. Like what, what was she saying? She was saying that uh, uh, what was because Tommy did her a favor like yeah, out of, yeah, I, yeah. it was out of pure kindness but then yeah. she's like you're the most beautiful man I've <laughs> ever seen and he's like well
1: Is that before or it, after it, the money? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah but you know i i know he didn't mean that in in a malicious way you know it's just a thought like well hmm. it's kind of one of those things like do you say this to all the hot guys that come around here like that sort of thing
1: i mean my opinion is that he is a beautiful man yeah but i'm very biased clearly (laughs) so that lady i don't know if we can
0: (laughs) i mean he knows it too but anywho anywho
1: speaking of dumping though Mm -hmm. i had a pretty funny interaction today
0: oh tell yes tell tell about your new york your brief new york experience yes
1: well i've had some great i've actually had a bunch of interactions i've been exploring a lot by myself Mm -hmm. um which makes me chatty and so i'm asking everybody to take pictures of me so yes the girl from iowa happily hands over her phone to a stranger To take a picture and trust that they'll do so because you can take the girl out of Iowa. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) So today I was at um, this really, really dope market Mm -hmm. um, on Broadway. And this like old white man comes up to me and he's talking about my tights, which were ripped, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, it's called grunge, right? Look it up. But he was like, I need to get you some new tights. (laughs) Uh, uh, your tights are ripped Uh, I need to get you some new tights but you look so hot you know whatever and then I was like no yeah I know for sure and then dude just starts talking about like I'm from Florida. Where are you from? I, I I live with my aunt. Oh, yeah. See, I have an inheritance of $13 million, but I just told her to buy an apartment with it, right? <laughs> and then she, like, got me a new Cadillac or whatever. And I just, you know, I'm listening, looking at this guy. I'm trying to buy something for my sister, uh-huh. of course. Yeah. So I think I was like, do you just talk numbers with people you meet all the time? Like, do you just spew that to people when you meet them, is that like normal for you? Or something yeah. along those lines. Right, you know? right, right. And of course gracefully extracted myself from that situation, but
0: That's an angle um of that thing that I was saying. Like people just can't wait for you to give any little bit of right. acknowledgement or yeah. attention and then they just whoop in like interest, hey right? you want to hear all about me? It's like, well not really. It's funny, this guy came in the other day. He kind of revealed what it was a little bit afterward but he just came in with this like crazy attitude and you know we let him do what he came to do and then he left but on his way out he came back over to us and he said man i'm sorry to you guys i didn't i'm going through so much stuff and i'm upset about you know why i'm here and i was like i wouldn't feel right if i left here and i didn't apologize yeah. because it has nothing to do with you guys and i was just like wow that's that takes a lot of of um
1: self-awareness
0: self-awareness there you go i was gonna say strength but that takes to admit it it takes a lot of strength to admit that but self-awareness like Mm -hmm. you said yeah
1: which i think that kind of dumping comes from a lack of self-awareness too or that sort of reaction Mm -hmm. um, comes from a lack of self-awareness so yeah that's impressive
0: and also uh, i was talking to tommy and your cousin Mm mm-hmm about this uh, a few days ago, and we were basically saying, like, it's kind of a little bit what we're talking about with people kind of not being aware that other people have things going on too. But we were kind of touching on, like, there's no respect for the next person, there's just always, like, it's all about me, 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 like, what about what I'm going through, or what you know. I hate this place or whatever. So I'm going to treat everybody like garbage. And it's like, well, you think we all want to be here too? Like right. we, you know, like in the workplace, I mean, but like, yeah, yeah, not, not even just in the workplace, like in, in public, let's say, you know, it's a packed train or something, or, um, you're in the supermarket and it's packed or whatever. And people are just uptight and, you know, bringing their, <laughs> no pun intended. Their baggage yeah. with them. <laughs> They're bringing their baggage with them, and it's just like written all on them. And then yeah. they just waiting for someone to say the wrong thing, so they could just blah blah blah. And it's just like, wait a minute. Um, I guess the example of what happened with me at work, mm-hmm. uh, being my coworkers at work. That I guess that's one thing. But yeah, people just don't realize. Like, okay, you came in here with this kind of attitude. Like, how do you how do you know that I'm I'm not borderline right. at my breaking point? Yeah. And you coming in here full volume mm-hmm. in my face? Mm-hmm. That's only that's gonna that's situation. gonna yeah, yeah yeah that's gonna take me to the next step and you know I don't know and then you know you do what you will with that but yeah it's I don't know people people don't really treat people with much respect yeah that's what we were touching on basically
1: <laughs> yeah yeah my belief from my experience from my observations mm-hmm. is that the only way to combat that you cannot control anyone and what they do and what they say right Mm -hmm. and so you must control your reaction to it and that comes from finding the balance Mm -hmm. and and one thing one of my big life journeys is finding the balance because I will either react too strongly or not react enough so either I'm about to fight someone or I feel that I didn't stick up for myself enough yeah and it was always for me doing too much And then I, of course, wanted to do less. And then this Black Lives Matter movement came up. And then I'm like, now, wait a minute. I do need to stand up for myself. I do need to advocate for myself. I do need to show the world um, what a graceful, strong black woman looks like and make that the norm. So it is all internal. So for me, my reaction when I see someone who is behaving that way, or at least what I try really hard for my reaction to be is like empathy and and sympathy and sometimes even pity you know yeah i just feel bad for that person yeah
0: yeah you can't you can't help like when you have a heart of a certain size you can't really help but feel bad for you know what you see in front of you kind of thing you know
1: yeah i was uh, buying my cousin Mm -hmm. a gift uh before i visited and i was at a store and i walk in there's a gentleman working there and he doesn't say anything and So I'm just perusing through the shelves Mm -hmm. and I think he was kind of hovering. So I looked at him and I said, oh, I've never been here before. I'm going to take my time and whatever and hello because we didn't really greet each other. And he didn't say anything to me. And then he kind of continued to hover.
0: Yeah, don't do that. Uh, Please don't do that. Yeah, I I don't like that.
1: I know. And so I'm just going through this inner turmoil the entire time. Yeah, it
0: it makes you feel like oh like what did i i didn't do any it makes you feel like i didn't do anything but at the same time i was like you want to say like yo can you get away from me i'm i'm here to buy something get away from yeah,
1: me i spoke to you and you can't even respond right and now you're like in my space weird vibes yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 yeah. i don't vibes. i don't like that bad vibes I,
0: I really don't like that and i understand that because i don't i don't know if you've seen this yet but a lot of places in new york like a super uh, i wouldn't say supermarkets but a lot of these um pharmacy slash grocery stores places they have detergents and and certain things uh all locked up behind mm. like uh glass that you need a key to get through mm-hmm. oh get open and stuff like that i i get it because people are just walking in and you know taking things and then selling it on the street and um, it's just a survival thing i know that's mm-hmm. what it is but at the same time it's like i understand Businesses are trying to protect their supplies and and things like that. And people stealing it is not helping that. So I don't know. I I guess it's kind of tough.
1: But these are complex issues that are not like single solutions to. People taking things, um, things being so bad, like just the state of the world in general. When you're in survival mode, of course you cannot gain enough perspective because you don't have the time, the energy, the opportunity, the finances, the resources mm-hmm. to be able to gain the perspective of putting yourself in someone else's shoes. So is it the the thieving that's the issue? Is it the locking up the products that's the issue? Because I've seen Target. And has, the
0: inflation. Yeah, right. That's an issue Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, man, listen. I know. I think the first thing that kind of triggered that domino effect was um, when people were selling masks like on the street here yeah some boxes were like twenty dollars some were and it was just like regular regular masks that you put on you know i think that's where that start of the inflation that's how i see it it's like that's one of the things that's just like okay and then everything else just followed after that and now it's just like you got the gas stuff that yeah that's that's i man i mean there's
1: there's a lot of money though to be made Mm -hmm. in war in a pandemic, Mm -hmm. in all of these things, these are the moments where literally billionaires are made.
0: And this is where they thrive, too. Yeah, exactly. And it's
1: perverse. So people selling masks, of course, yeah, you want to come up something quick, but but then there are oligarchs or, or, you know, uber-rich people who are able to maximize and just compound their wealth during these times. So Mm -hmm. that disconnect between... Things are so hard for normal people and then these billionaires who are just getting richer and richer, the gap continues to grow and you know, it's like uh okay, yeah, people who are impoverished, of course they don't have the perspective to see how their actions can affect others when they don't have the time, energy and opportunity to. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand you also have, um, these really well to do people who don't even consider others, right? Oh, the people
0: so, that bought like five hundred rolls of tissue right. for no reason.
1: Yeah. So you do have the time, the opportunity, and the finances to gain perspective, to Mm -hmm. be insightful, to be self-aware. And then you still choose greed. And that is, you know, it seems like...
0: It's disgusting is what it is. Yeah,
1: it feels like hopeless. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, um, who's the guy with the sweater in the hood? Mr. Rogers. Oh, okay. Mr. Rogers always said that. In the <laughs> hood. I thought, I thought you said like <laughs> yeah. a sweater with a hood. I didn't <laughs> know you. who to name. Go In go the neighborhood. Right, Okay, right. got you. Uh, Mr. Rogers has a quote about, I, I'm paraphrasing, I don't want to butcher it, but something about, you know, when things get hard, his mother told him that when things are bad, always look for the helpers. Mm. So kind of bringing that full circle back to what I do and, and all of that. There are moments of hopelessness and then if you can mm-hmm. look for the helpers because they're there and if you want to you can join them <laughs>
0: okay well wow. okay
1: yeah so thanks mr rogers <laughs> yes thank you mr rogers <laughs> shout out to mr rogers yes you know one time i was bowling and i was bowling with a bunch of friends and i did a just terrible job i don't know maybe maybe not even a 100 mm-hmm. and then um Somebody accidentally bought another lane right next to us in our group. So I was bowling by myself, just throwing it off. My score was like 200. I mean, it was, I got so many strikes. <laughs> <laughs> the girl who doesn't know how to bowl and then I was just doing it by myself. No yeah. scoreboard. Killed it. Killed it without the pressure. So I guess that's a statement on how other people perceive us in the way that it literally affects our output
0: yeah yeah because i mean maybe you need the time to step away and kind of find your own i guess groove or you know
1: i mean i just convinced myself i was a really great bowler and just <laughs> to warm up i was like oh no you got it girl. i think i think we
0: i think we all do that we all uh should tell ourselves like this can't be that hard yeah you know and then when some bumpers go down <laughs> we're okay
1: yeah
0: yeah okay yeah okay buddy and then you're just like man i suck like i'm like not as good as i thought (laughs) (laughs) how do these people do this like this is there's an art to this i didn't know this oh my goodness
1: wait but we actually went bowling together before didn't we
0: did we did we did do you
1: remember who won
0: uh i think you guys won.
1: i think it was me yeah
0: yeah it was it was which is
1: just more evidence that i actually am a great bowler
0: okay yeah see you're you're better at than i am because i did not (laughs) i didn't (laughs) now that that matters but yeah no 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 no.
1: but you didn't yeah i did so i mean let that yeah let Let that marinate let the record reflect okay oh boy just kidding (laughs) no it's okay it's
0: okay okay so i was thinking about this for mm, some time this is me doing it now i guess but i wanted to introduce a new segment because i feel like not just that people have a lot to say but everyone has a different take on how they see things so i wanted to have people um speak i guess words of wisdom and someone that me and Rochelle knows very well that we (laughs) kind of spoke about a little bit earlier, Tommy, (laughs) the special guest. I'm back again. He's back again. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, since this is mother's day, I know that your mom is a big influence in your life Mm -hmm. and in a lot of positive ways. Mm -hmm. What was one thing you could say that you took away from, um, what she taught you and kind of uh oh what words of wisdom uh, has she uh, given uh, to you
2: sorry i understand what you're um, asking me i would say i took a a lot from my mother i took away a lot from my mother in like just different areas of you know i'm saying Um, just observing her like like cooking just you know studying for classes or you know just working late hours as a kid and staying up until like midnight for her to get home yeah me and my mother i would say we're close but i would also say that I've never really sat down and had kind of one of those talks with my mom before you know what I'm saying so Mm -hmm. that's what I mean by it was more of something I observed about her and uh what I um not only respected the most but um kind of like idolized about my mom is how she would like just muster up strength out of nowhere when you could literally see in her face that she was exhausted you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. my mother's like one of the most hardest like working people I've ever met then she's not a quitter you know what i'm saying so yeah um as far as words go um there was nothing really she could say which is even better you know she she would just show you know what I'm yeah saying? Her, her actions spoke actions louder spoke than her, her words yeah absolutely yeah so you know i never sat down with my mom or whatever but i remember um being in high school and uh, my mom used to say this a lot uh she would she wanted us to go to college right um she wasn't like one of those like strict you know parents like basically she would say you know um i want you guys to go to school but i can't tell you what to do and not only can't i tell you what to do because we're about to graduate high school at this point you yeah, know yeah. I mean, let me try to paint this picture a little better um so i guess we were practically adults but i want to show you guys that it can be done you know what i'm saying because it's a difference between telling your kids to do something and showing them that it can be done so yeah you know working like and you know, not forcing uh, them to do not it forcing them to do yeah, it absolutely yeah. some Obviously, you want the best for your kids, or you know, just people you care about in general. Yeah. But you can't force anyone to do anything, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, you know, I would see her very little because she was either working, you know, a 15-hour shift, or you know, going to her um, private college, which ironically is named New Rochelle. <laughs> as oh, okay. Private is a private school or whatever. Oh, okay, cool. Something Rochelle. I don't know if it was located in New Rochelle, but I just thought that was ironic that. Yeah you know the conversation went in that direction and that's the name of your guest besides myself but um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's uh that's really what i took away from her you know what i'm saying just observing her her actions even like on thanksgiving for example like living on my own like for years Mm -hmm. and then being able to host my own thanksgiving and having people over knowing damn well I, i never like did that under my mom's wing you know what i'm saying i would just watch her watch what she did yeah i mean i'd chop up like greens and things like that things yeah like that, but you oh, know i wouldn't boy. really do yeah. much you get what i'm saying yeah, yeah three in the morning yeah literally and that's the crazy thing too it's like you know where do you get this like energy from you don't really you know think about it um as a kid but um you know we were the reason you know she had that energy you know what i'm saying yeah 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 you know, having i mean i can't speak for mothers or just you know people with kids period but i can imagine Having a child and then that being the reason for your existence. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that was, you know, as far as wisdom and things goes, I just observed. Yeah. I didn't really talk to my mom too much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, y'all, thank
2: you. Oh, yeah. Of course. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Anytime. Thank you guys for hearing me out and (laughs) and all that stuff. Thanks for having (laughs) (laughs) me. Yeah.
0: So, thank you so much rochelle for being a part of this i think (laughs) you're doing i think you're doing wonderful things and continue to uh have a big heart and to want to help other people and also to keep yourself sane at Mm -hmm. the same time (laughs) yeah you're you're doing a a lot of good i hope someone tells you that you know along your journey to find balance you know like you're you're doing a good job you know I, i i would hope um you hear that often. Yeah, thank you.
1: <laughs> no problem. It, people probably don't hear it often enough, right? So. Yeah. 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 It's always appreciated.
0: Yeah. That's why um, I guess sometimes when they hear compliments, it's like, wait, what? That's not me. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it is. I'm, I'm on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Like, it is.
1: And I think when you do that stuff all day, every day, too, sometimes you forget that you are doing good and it's like a good reminder just like oh my god yeah i am (laughs) you know you get a little used to it right yeah your tolerance builds up and you forget so yeah thank you
0: no problem at all but um, i I think that's um your your passion for what you do um speaks for itself and i guess your actions as well and clearly you have a love for this no that's exactly what keeps you doing what you're doing like it doesn't feel as if like oh my goodness i gotta do this for this person like Mm -hmm. no no no. like you wake up every day i love this yeah you know
1: or does feel like that right or it does feel like i don't want to do this oftentimes i have to steward donors Mm -hmm. which means i have to basically talk to old rich white people oh boy um and so you know you can only do that for so long (laughs) yeah so yeah, sometimes there are tasks that I I don't want to do, um, but it's nice to know that doing that task is going to help someone. So regardless of my feelings about it, just get it done, you know.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> that is wonderful. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much. I um I know you have a few more days here in uh in New York, mm-hmm. but
1: <laughs> you know I love it, right? Yeah, I, I mean, know. I can't I, get enough of it. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: I yeah. I can tell. Like yeah. you were telling me about it um the dopamine yes. the effect yeah yes yeah um lots yeah. of
1: serotonin boost <laughs> <laughs> just hits you know <laughs>
0: yeah it comes at you at all uh directions um but yeah thank you so much for reaching out thank you for wanting to be a part of this um,
1: yeah, of course I told you I was determined. I, <laughs> I would have found you type, you know what thank I mean? You. Yeah. No worries. I don't think you even had a choice, my dude. Oh
0: boy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So but, thank um, you. Oh, no problem. No problem at all. Um, so if you want to, I'm not sure if you want to plug anything, but, uh, any numbers, organizations, or
1: So, I mean, yeah, as we mentioned earlier, I work for Family Resources, um, a nonprofit that provides social and human services. Um, As a nonprofit, you know, we work off of donations and donors. So visit our website and make a donation, if you'd like, at famres.org. Also, shout out to Iowa. We are (laughs) corn-fed and built strong. Okay, it sounds like a Ford (laughs) commercial, but... (laughs) (laughs) okay shout out to iowa corn the cows um happy mother's day i love you mom um my sister you're the best
0: to all the moms out there happy mother's day even though this is going to be a few days after but still this is our contribution to well the moms that do what they do thank you everybody for tuning in that is our show for today um thank you again rochelle Thank you, Tommy, for your contributions as well. And the cat, thank you as well. Um <laughs> you can follow the show on Instagram at more to it podcast. Any questions or concerns or different opinions, you can shoot an email over to more to It podcast at gmail.com. But it's M O R E the number two I T P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. But uh we're gonna get out of here now. Uh, we got life to live probably starving at this point <laughs> yeah i could eat yeah i could eat i could eat for sure um and now we're all here the crew's here so anywho <laughs> we're gonna get out of here people uh take care and uh happy mother's day once again